can you guys market this as the worst the interview worst. ever? Okay. Yeah, the worst. The, 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 the worst one yet. The worst the, one yet. The, the, coming up next, our worst podcast yet. Our least compelling interview. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Snacks, delivered by Grubhub. I'm Sam Mewis. And I'm Lynn Williams, and this is a show about women's soccer, but it's also about your birthday. It's also all about my birthday and all of my multiple birthday celebrations, but we're going to get to that in a second. Here's what we're doing today on the podcast. Decision Day is here, the NWSL Decision Day, this Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern. All the games are playing all at the same time. We'll talk Mm -hmm. about all of the possible scenarios. Mm -hmm. Then two guests... Rose Lavelle and Emily Sonnet. And what we are going to call this episode as the worst interview of all time. Yeah. I know we got you all here by their names. Rose Lavelle, Emily Sonnet, snacks, guests. It's going to be amazing. Do not get your hopes up. It was terrible. It was pretty terrible. terrible. We love them still. We probably will not have them back, but we still love them. Um, and you'll see for yourself, stay on here, get through the next few minutes, see for yourself and then laugh with us as we just talk about how terrible it was. We're also going to listen to some of your voicemails, but back to my birthday. Yeah. Back to you. Go. I had a great birthday weekend. It all started on Friday. I went apple picking. I had the time of my life. I love it there. It's like my happy place. I know. I did some other stuff on Saturday, including a very hard workout. That was really all not not a birthday day on Saturday for me. Then on Sunday, I had a birthday day where I went on a cute little bike ride, went to my parents' house, had funfetti cake, and planted bulb lasagna with my mother. If If you're on gardening TikTok, you'll know what I'm talking about. You planted bulb lasagna? We, yes, it's when you put bulbs, flower bulbs in layers in a pot. And uh-huh. then in February, they the top layer blooms. And then in April, the middle layer blooms and so on and so forth. So my mother and I did that together for my birthday. It was lovely. Incredible. I love that. I'm going to have to Google that because I have no idea what you're talking about. Google it. And then on Monday, my act finally were to my actual birthday. Yeah. I went out to, I went flower picking and I went to a lovely dinner. Wow, what a outdoorsy birthday. You went apple picking, flower picking, and bulb planting. I know. I'm just like a gardening girl. You're a nature girl, which is shocking because you kill all the plants you have. No. Oh, no. Okay. You no. don't even know me anymore. <laughs> well, you don't even you know don't me come anymore. visit me, and I've been trying to get you here forever. It's because Go I on. live in one place and I take care of my plants. How many plants are thriving? Oh, my God. I can't even count. All of them? Indoor, outdoor. I have some indoor plants hanging in the windowsill. I currently have two vases of flowers going in my house. I have plants on my front steps and I have plants in my backyard and I have plants on my back porch and I have vegetables and herbs. What a grown They're up you all are. Thriving. I killed the basil like months ago, but I think it was just like too hot out there for it. Yeah, that's finicky. That's a dramatic well, plant, actually, I think. Funnily oh, enough, my mother told me that basil is actually very sturdy. Anyways, enough about my gardening. Let's get back to soccer. It is decision day this Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern. Every game kicks off all at once on Paramount+. Plus. So you're going to have to have six screens going. Do you have six screens in your possession, Lynn? Uh, well, I'm going to be playing, so no, I do not need the six screens. True. I'm not going to try to watch all six at once. I'm going to be honest. Oh, we're getting verbal confirmation that you can only watch three games at once. On Paramount Plus, apparently. So well, that's a flaw. I'm not going to try to watch all six at once. I'm going to be honest, uh, but well, I will. I will watch 
I know I'm gonna hope a game people are having like watch parties and maybe another person has an account so they can have three games yeah, up and then multiple you can logins. Have... Exactly. That's how you beat the system. All right. Here's what we know though. Portland and San Diego are in at number one and number two. So they've all, they both clinched a first round bye, uh, but the shield is still up for grabs. So Portland is on 35 points and San Diego is on 34. And if Thorns win, they win the shield. Portland and San Diego are going to play this weekend, and then they're not going to play their semifinal until November 5th. So they're going to have three yeah. weeks with no games. That is correct. Yeah. Fascinating. North Carolina Which is Gotham. interesting before you say that, which is interesting because... But hold, hold on! on. <laughs> hold on! Which is interesting because I feel like, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but last year that was a an issue for the first and second place teams. I don't huh? think they went on to win because they hadn't played together in a long time. Very interesting. Well, lucky for you, Gotham are tied with North Carolina and Washington on 30 points in third, fourth, and fifth. Mm -hmm. You guys have a job to do this weekend. Mm -hmm. Rain is currently in sixth place on 29. And then Orlando and Angel City both have 28. Louisville, 27. Houston, 26 are all still in the mix. The third and fourth place teams will get home field advantage in the first round of playoffs. Three plays six and four plays five the following week. Then there's a FIFA window. Then there's the semifinal. That'll have four teams in it. Madness. It's madness. I cannot believe that we are coming down to the very last game of the season and we still don't know. I know. It's it's just craziness. Um, Lynn, you have a game, a very mm -hmm. important game this weekend. You are playing Kansas City. What are you thinking about? Winning. Winning. Literally just winning. We need to win, basically. A win guarantees we're in. A draw, and even if we lost, it would keep us in, but we would have to wait for yeah. other teams and all the 700, probably 200 now, 200 different scenarios. Well, you wouldn't really have to wait, really, because all the games are going to be going oh, on yeah. at the same time. Well, I would have to rush to my phone and be like, what happened? But anyways, yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to even think about that. Um, we just need to win. The current is obviously already out, so... Let us just have this. Just kidding. All right. The Pride are playing the Dash. The Dash yep. are still in it. Everything would have to go right for them in order for them to go through, including a multi-goal win with losses from Louisville, Angel City, and OL. It's not impossible, but a Pride win in this game likely puts them in the top six with what would be 31 points, depending on the outcome of the Gotham Spirit, North Carolina, and Rain game. So a little bit hairy in that game as well, but probably going to be an exciting game as both teams will just give it their all. I know. And then we have Angel City and Portland. Portland obviously is in, but they're fighting for the shield. And Angel City had a huge upset against Houston to put them in the playoff race still. So they're going to try to win and hopefully get in. So who knows what's going on? The possibilities are just like endless right now. Yeah. I'm so, like reading these. I feel like I'm confused and I'm like reading it. So I don't understand. Like, I, I don't know. know people are going to um, follow this. I'm thinking Portland, knowing that they are going to have three weeks off after this, is just obviously fielding their very best love and going to win the Shield, trying to win the Shield with a win. Yeah, I don't think that this year is one of those years where you play around with your, your roster and think like, oh, can we sit in and rest people just because the table is so tight. I, I think they just play their best team and they want to win the shield. Question. Remember we were talking about that community shield game that will be played the beginning of next year between the shield winner of this year and the championship winner of this year. What would happen if Portland won both? What would they do? Play second place? That is an issue for 
a later date. That's a future Lynn and NWSL problem, <laughs> not a present. So I have no idea. Okay, <laughs> moving on. San Diego's <laughs> playing Louisville. The Wave will also want the Shield, so I'm expecting them to come out strong as well. They will have a bye, but I think with three weeks off after this, they're just going to like come out and try to win the Shield. A Louisville win has them on 30 points, which would have them tied with like us and the other two teams. I can't remember. Um, so they would have to wait to see what happened in the games. There seems like to be a lot of waiting. There's a lot of waiting going on. Yeah, I think... Any team with any control is just going, let's just win and freaking cross our fingers. Like, all you can do is try to win your game. So, news alert, everybody. Everybody's going to try to win this weekend. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Including Spirit and North Carolina, who are both tied at 30 points. I guess, though, in third and fifth place. This match, like all the other matches, has huge consequences for the final standings. If they tie, they'd both be on 31 with positive goal differentials, but... It would all but guarantee them a spot unless Orlando or Angel City won by massive goal margins. So, I mean, it's all just still wild. And then the last game is Chicago versus the Rain. Chicago has been eliminated, but the Rain is on 29 points. It's also a must-win game. Shocking. Um, but it's also Megan Rapinoe's last regular season game ever. So I'm going to just go ahead and assume they're going to want to go out with a bang and also win because that's why we do this sport. Yeah, if Lynn, if you're Chicago, how are you approaching this game? I feel like you want to end on a high. So you want to try to win. And so then you're like, okay, well, how can we build for next year from that last game? Yeah. So I think that you, you have nothing to lose. So you just go out there and I would imagine they're going to also try to win. Okay, let's just very quickly talk about last weekend's wildest matchup. Kansas City versus Chicago. It finished six to three and both teams are now eliminated, but the game was crazy. Two of those nine goals, nine goals in one game. Two of those goals are this week's delivery of the week. Look at us just bending the rules to suit our needs for a delivery of the week presented by Grubhub, Lynn. It's time now for the delivery of the week delivered by Grubhub. Lynn, what Grubhub delivery are you craving this week? Well, yesterday, you want to know what I ordered? Yeah. A McFlurry. Oh my God, no way. Immediately, my stomach started hurting because I'm lactose intolerant, but I had to have it. So thank you, Grubhub, for that. That's incredible. I usually, right around my birthday time, I start craving a nice pizza. So did you get a pizza? I have not yet, but the week is young. What kind of pizza? Tell the people. I like a pepperoni pizza. Remember that place I would get where I'd get pepperoni, jalapeno, and hot honey? Hot honey. That's, That's the new thing. My jam. That pizza is bomb. Well, on the NWSL, we had a different, amazing delivery this week. Actually, we had quite a few. Early in the wild Red Stars versus current match, Kristen Hamilton, our girl, shout out, crossed it into Alex Banstra, who delivered a gorgeous backheel to Lo Levanta, who slotted it into the goal for it to become 2-1. to one. Then she had a great celebration. And then a few minutes later, she delivered it herself after a surging run in off the left side to make it 3-1. to one. Then a few minutes later, Alex Banstra delivered... It to herself after a surging run in off the left side to make it three to one. She just really kept dribbling by everybody. There were several more amazing deliveries in that game. Go back and watch this game if you missed it. From Dubinia, Cece Kaiser, and even Bianca St. George from Chicago, who had a bunch of insane shots herself. It was an incredible game. Okay, that's the delivery of the week. Lots of deliveries of the week. And you can get your own delivery of the week by satisfying every craving with delicious food delivery from Grubhub. All right, folks. Up next, as we promised, the worst interview of all time with Rose Lavelle and Sonnet. Stay tuned.
Do you want to dive deeper into women's sports news of the week? You can get the latest news delivered straight into your inbox. That's right. You can start your morning off right five days a week with the Just Women's Sports newsletter, our free daily newsletter that brings you the latest and greatest in women's sports. Whether it's breaking news, exclusive conversations, or just a cool stat that you might be missing, we've got you covered. So never miss a story on women's sports. You can subscribe for free at justwomensports.com backslash newsletter. That's justwomensports.com backslash newsletter. And we'll see you in your inbox. We have two very special guests today, everybody. They are world's champions, Olympians. One of them is a six-time She Believes Cup champion. And one of them gave the best rendition of Celine Dion's It's All Coming Back to Me Now that the world has ever seen. It's our besties, Rose Lavelle and Emily Sonnet. Wow! Welcome! Thanks, girls! That was so good, Sammy. Well, thank you so much. I've been practicing my introduction voice. Do you guys like it? Yeah. Can you guys like relax a little bit? Like <laughs> loosen up. I think I we're just, I cry. Every time I see a video of myself, I'm like hunched over. So I'm trying to like. I'm also fix trying to stay in frame. She's asked me to move over like a couple times. I have so lucky that you get to. You guys are so lucky you get to. I was going to say, you guys are so lucky you get to do this together. And then you interrupted me with your in person giggling twice. Oh, sorry. Everybody. It's okay. Apologies. Um, okay. We need to give the four of us, meaning me, Lynn, Rose, Sonnet, a foursome nickname. What is it? Slur. Slur. That was quick. Slur. 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 All right. Uh, it's Slur. not going to inspire anybody, but it gets the, the job done. We can move right on to the next Honestly, question. The, I no, feel like that Slur. makes sense, at least in my world, because Sam, I Lynn, slur my words Lynn, all the time. Sam, Lynn, Emily, Rose slur oh speaking of nicknames lynn yeah i heard we... a rumor about your nickname for sonnet well it's everybody's nickname for sonnet it's sauce saucy and i My i feel like we talked about this before him. but like i did give you that nickname and now it's it's gone with the wind i think i used to call you lean l-e-a-n yes lean lean and then she would say sauce and but i don't know rose rose said her parents have also adopted it and i think her dad is it only knows me as sauce. How are everybody's dogs? Bagels with grandma and grandpa, obviously. Where's How's Finn? Finn's great. Finn is living his best life by being like the most mature dog in the house, which I think Rose and Lynn especially can understand. That's very hard to imagine. But his eight-month-old cousin, who's a live-in cousin, not biologically, but by his their parents' biologics situation. Nobody knows what you're saying, but continue. <laughs> they are not actual dog cousins, but they, like, live together, and their parents are brother and sister. So they are human cousins. I thought you were saying that you and Pat were, like, the other dogs. <laughs> Me and Pat are just brother-sister. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to, to Finn? Yeah, well... No, I birthed Finn. Basically, oh, he lives okay. with his cousin. Okay. He's very mature. He's <laughs> three and a half years old now. And you, and, and you said you would pat her brother and sister. Yeah. And I she did birthed say that. Finn. It was a so joke. It's like it is an incestual family. <laughs> Literally, nobody laughed. <laughs> <laughs> this is the. We actually have a question that says, "Do you guys need to get anything off your chest?" So I guess this is the moment. Oh, cute. What, what number is she? The, oh, <laughs> oh my god! But what number is she? I think it's 61. I Why? Think, well, I think it's the opposite of me, 16. Oh, I'm not makes sense. That. But the same people made it for me. They made me that one of her. And then they were like, oh, she needs one with a jersey. Yeah, you just got to adopt what people give you, I guess. Yeah. Anyways. Okay, girls. Rose. <laughs> Rose, what books are you reading right now? 
Um, literally the worst interview. <laughs> oh my god, it's only um, been six minutes, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> How long is it supposed to last? Well, we At were told like we had 30. 35 minutes, but <laughs> at this rate, we're going to be done in one minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am currently, I'm on a little thriller kick. Yeah. Because it's officially spooky season. Um, so I'm reading this one called The Only One Left. I'm probably going to finish it today, honestly. It's on our Kindle. It's not Something a book. in there. I just don't want people to think that she's actually reading a book. I know. I feel like Rose Lavelle is the poster child for Kindle. I know. Yeah, how many people have you gotten to get a Kindle now? I mean, maybe I give myself more credit, but I think on, I think everybody that has a Kindle is because of me, honestly. <laughs> well, that's really nice of you. Sonnet, are you reading or watching anything fun? Um, I'm not reading. Thank you for asking if I was You're watching welcome. anything because I am watching a lot of things at the moment. Good. Um, what but things? My favorite, um, Murder in the Buildings. And just Ooh, it's what's, what's that on? What's it about? That's on Hulu. Uh, and it's about murders um, in buildings. In buildings, it has Selena Gomez in it. Uh, Selena, Steve Martin. Yeah, Lynn, I think you should try it. Okay, you want to know what I'm watching now? It's also about murders. Is it's on Apple TV? I can't think of the name, but it's about a podcast. Like somebody has a murder podcast, and she unveils like who did the murder. But then it's like it's not real. It's not real life. Anyways, I can't remember the name of it, but go look that up. It sounds really similar to murders yeah, in the building. Exactly. But these murders happen everywhere. Outside. Like, murders at, outside. Like <laughs> But it's I'm gonna fake. look it up. I'm it's gonna fake. look it up. Is Jay. this going well, do you guys think? Do you guys think I it's mean, going well? Honestly, <laughs> I knew now. it was gonna be a Lucy, but we need to move on to our soccer questions because, believe it or not, we have run oh, out. It's called Truth Be Told. Truth Be Told? Okay, Truth that's not told. the same as mine, but I, I I'll try that. I'll try yours if you try mine. All right, girls. Well, desperately, I'm going to move us on to some soccer <laughs> questions <laughs> because we are, if you can't tell, we are flailing here. You have tested our journalistic skills more than almost anybody else you've ever had on. What's it like playing with Jess Fishlock? I feel like she's been one of the best players in the league for so long. Like, is she super intense at training? Like... How much do you like playing with her? I think Jess, this is my first year playing with Jess, and you've had a couple more years, uh, right? And then yeah. playing against her, obviously, so many years. I actually, when I, um, I always bring this up here. My first year with the Boston Breakers, uh, we somehow beat Seattle three to zero. I know it was, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, but what I remember is Jess literally juggled it over my head. Like, she juggled it around me that game. Sonnet, do you think she's more intense than you are at trainings? Just right there with me, I would say. Okay. Intense wow. environment. And just right there with me. Yes. Is it like she's, like, upholding standards? Like, is it that kind of intensity? Or is it just, like, she's, like, calling, like, screaming ref at practice and you guys are like, there's no ref? I, mean, <laughs> I think it's the standards. I think she's... Yeah, it's that's cool. It's definitely yeah. the standards. Like, today I might have missed a pass and she's like... Use your head, love. Like, <laughs> I'm over here, and I'm like, it's, like, kind, but really intense. I love yeah. it. She's great. I think she's, like, tactically so good, the way that she reads the game, and she's so fun to play off of on both ends of the ball. Like, defensively, I know if I step out and do something, she's going to, like, fill right in, even if maybe yeah. what I, like, even mm -hmm. if I, like, go rogue a little, and, like, she's always going to, like, fill in and adjust. It's just like so easy and fun to play for. And then it's like, I don't know how she does it, but she's, how old is she? 30, 
five and she still just runs so much i'm like she's runs it's and, she's and crazy. on the turf i so know. you guys train on the turf or you don't train no on the turf? no grass okay sonnet so obviously this is your first year at the rain and you're now playing the six like how I, sure, is, I sure am how has that transition been for you do you feel like you're running a lot i feel like i am running a lot more a lot a lot of running a lot of was that an adjustment a lot of a lot of good running i feel like it's it's purposeful i'd like to think it's really purposeful but no it's a i think it's been fun it's fun playing with a new group the six is definitely very different from a sitter back position where everything's in front so it's been fun to learn but also like playing with players like jess the circle back it is a it is um a lot of running so is it less or more running than outside back different consistent consistent and then finding that extra gear to then hit high speed running you know where yeah. like outside back was so much sprint sprint try to get your breath sprint sprint mm-hmm. yeah the six is more like constant moderate movement and then and- you have to pick it up to get in the box mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. i'm trying to That's work tough. on the pickup you know what i mean i mean let me know if you figure it out okay i will i never really did <laughs> I feel like that position though, like fits you perfectly. Like you've always been such a technical player. And when I heard that you were playing the six, I was like, well, yeah, that makes like perfect sense to me. Like, I think she's just going to need to learn the position. And then when she does, it's going to be completely fine. I feel like I kind of think of it as like an elevated, just a little bit higher up center back. So it's like, I don't get too scared that it's like in the, in the middle of the field. Like it just plays simple, but then like can also do like the defensive stuff too. Yeah. yeah. So and I feel like when I think of you, I think of that clip of you in Australia dribbling the whole field or which <laughs> even when you were at Virginia, you would do that. You dribble out as a center back. And that's one of the things that makes you so good at center back is your comfort on the ball and that kind of lends itself naturally to being a six. So I feel like you're a freaking natural. I thought you were going to say the the snapshot picture um, of me sh- trying to shield you off the ball, or I was trying. <laughs> you were shielding me, but it was obviously you're putting your your whole entire oomph behind it because you knew how strong I was. I we can I yeah. can find that. It's you, I think you should find it. We could flash it on the screen right now. But I have like vivid memories of shielding you off the ball at that fitness in LA. Remember when we were like doing. Yeah, remember when we were doing fitness and it was like a one v one drill, and I just literally had to yeah. shield you for like sixty I, seconds. I actually brought that up the other day because you know uh, Rose wasn't in that training. I don't think, but no, you know, Rose. You, you, do you Rose remember was... who the third person was doing that with us? Yeah, it was Tracy. No, but I was coaching it. But do you remember the third player? Alyssa. <laughs> Alyssa there. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing one v one, shielding the ball, like like this kind of like you had to go from one station. It was fitness, but it was like how to get like technical seven fitness. And we're shield. I'm shielding the ball from Alyssa, and then vice versa. Like Alyssa's practicing shielding as, as a nine. Yeah. <laughs> you that guys, is we, so funny. We did some desperate things to make the <laughs> national team. <laughs> You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. You really do. Yeah. Um, well, I want to. I want to stay on Seattle, but I also do want to touch on the World Cup for a second, Sonny, because I feel like it would be remiss of us if we didn't talk about how you came into the Sweden game as a six, a double six, and you hadn't played a single minute, and then you played 120 minutes, and then kind of just like was the anchor to the team in that moment. Dude, 120, 120 was wild. I was like, oh that, my gosh. Like, how did I, you I, do that? I don't, I don't know. Pure will. You just dug deep. <laughs> Blacking out. I don't know. <laughs> well. I think that was, that was fun, though. I mean, it was kind of like a, uh, a moment, I feel like, in my career. I was like, oh, like, I this is kind of it. 
But you know, like you, yeah, you gotta you either do really well, or you do really bad. But I, I think <laughs> those are the options. As I, well think, I think, I uh, think, I think, obviously, working with a sports, I kind of like staying ready for that moment. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that that mental preparation helped me, and I think it did for that moment. But that was that was pretty wild, ladies. That was wild, but like I just thought you did so well. I like my favorite moment in the game, besides all the key passes you made, is like there was one moment where you were just turning around and pointing at everybody and screaming. It was like you went from one person to another person to another person, and I was like, "Yes, on it!" Like we need that. Yeah, like that. Yeah, you were directing, and I was like, "I don't even know what you're saying," but okay, sure. I probably wasn't making sense, but it was like energy. (laughs) I was like, "You guys, I have what I do have is energy, and I hope you and I hope you feel it." (laughs) Okay. Rose, you've been on Seattle even when you guys were playing in Tacoma. Um, yeah. Do you guys much prefer the situation you're in now? Like, what do you like about Seattle? What do you guys do? Do you go to lunch together every day after practice? I mean, me and Donna literally live like right across the street from each other. So me and Donna do. Coffee, coffee, look, coffee again. Grubhub, a lot of Grubhub. Uh, Too much Grubhub, <laughs> if I had to say a lot yeah. of Grub. How is it playing in your big stadium? Is, is it just is it just a dream come true? Vast, huge. Uh. <laughs> you guys, I'm gonna have to move us on. Like you guys are crazy. You're not really giving us anything, but you guys are free agents coming up. And do you feel like this is the first time you guys have complete control of your guys's career? And Sam, I know how you were saying, like, when you went to Man City, like, it was the first time you felt like you had autonomy over your playing. Besides, like, picking a college, we kind of just, like, get told where to go all the time. You're like, oh, like, I'm going to this college, and then you get drafted to somewhere, and then the national team tells you, like, you have to go to the city, and then that, and then your club team's like, well, you're getting traded or you're not. So do you feel like this is the first time you're like, no, I get to actually pick where I want to play? I feel like after playing in Australia and seeing, you know, the, uh, seeing girls bump from team to team each year, it's like kind of like, I was like, what do you mean you can just sign, you know, a, a new contract with a new team? They're like, that's just how it is. And it's like, uh, like what you said with Sam and Rosemary with Timon City, like having that choice. I think that's just where the game's going and you have your contract and it expires. It's like, are you going to resign? Are you going? to kind of look at free agency and look at options. Um, but I just, I think that's that's where this league needs to get. And I think we're well on the way. But do I feel like it's like the first time? I would say like, yeah. I mean, mine is going to, I, I got to pick Australia. I went and played in Sweden for like a very, very short stint. But like, that was probably the only time because you can only do it overseas. So it's just an interesting process now. Just to piggyback off of that a little bit. I feel like when you went to Australia, you decided to go because you like hadn't gotten called into a couple national team camps. And then you went and like I said, you dribbled down the whole length of the field and like helped your team win. Yeah, I feel like that was no, we lost. We lost in the we actually lost to Jess Fishlock's team um, in the final. So, I mean, if you're going to lose to someone. Yeah, I feel like that. I think I wasn't called in for like maybe six months, five months. And that used to be when how long was our off season? Almost five. Long, almost yeah. Five. yeah, it was really long. long. So yeah. I was like, oh, how can I get back in with the national team? And I think the up and coming Matildas were all playing still. People went over there. You could a lot of Americans went over and played. I was like, oh, that those are games that I can get in those four to six months, however long the off season was. Um, instead of I don't know kicking a ball against a wall or not having yeah. the best setup 
for my off season. And I feel like that actually, whether it was by accident, I was like, oh, that sounds fun to be running and like not be in like the heat and like being at the beach, but also playing for a team. I yeah. feel like that actually really helped because there was footage, there was video of me playing instead of who knows yeah. what I could have been doing. Is she hitting a ball against the wall? No, she's out playing. So I thought that was... Oh, that was wild of me. I didn't know anyone going over there. It was crazy. Do you guys think that the league feels like it's in a different place than it was when you first came into it? Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Like in in a couple in what ways? I think of like where I hotels. For <laughs> starters. Oh my I gosh. I mean not playing on Harvard. Not playing at Harvard. <laughs> yeah. I I practiced and played there every day. That yeah. was like no disrespect to Boston. It was like concrete. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember Ooh. the field would be like matted down. Yeah. From like the snow. Yeah. And like, I, I think like, goalkeepers could punt it to like the other goalkeeper. What about in terms of like the CBA and like the players kind of having a little bit more say over what we need? I feel like what's cool about free agency is like obviously each team, like the NWSL has a specific style of play. It's like very transitional and you, like we're running all all over the place but each team does have like a little bit of a difference in the style of that individual team and I think it's cool that when you are a free agent like you get to go explore like okay like do I need to go to this team because I'm good at x y and z and I want to challenge myself a little bit or do I want to go to this team because I'm not good at this and I want to do that like have you guys felt that experience because me and Sam haven't obviously been a free agent we we locked it down before Oh, you want the juice. You want to know what it feels like yeah, sitting, sitting over here. You want exactly. to know what it feels like sitting exactly. over here, huh? Um, I also want to like reverse that too. Like uh, you can now understand like what if if a, clubs who are who really want to make the jump now with free agency, there's no there's no trading. You can't trade maybe for one player. Mm. Get me? Or if there's people out of contract, right? It's like now you can go and buy play or obviously free agents, but you go out and get some of the players that you think can fit into that style. And I also think that's for like club related. Like it's, I think now people, now, now these clubs can be like, oh, we want to build like a dynasty and like see how much they want to put in. And I think that then makes the competitiveness of other owners to come in and like how can now you have to be competitive. And I just think that's where it's heading just like Europe. The, I think for me to understand like where the league's going is like really, really fun. Because then when everyone starts becoming, you, know, you do your contract. And I keep thinking about Australia. Like you can go pick a team. You can be interested in like understanding their interests back. So I just think the process is um, going to be really good for the NWSL. Do you think that's going to like change the profile of the league then a bit? Imagine like Rose. Um, this is hypothetical, everyone. But like, say you stay in Seattle, and then and then somebody else who has a similar profile to you comes, and then somebody else, and then you're like, okay, this team is known for their whatever versus like somebody say like i'm on <laughs> Lynn, i don't know what you're saying i'm so sorry yeah i'm saying like do you think because now people are able to go and pick what teams they want to play for and that style of coach it's going to change like the profile of the league or do you think it's always going to be like more of a transitional league oh i see what you mean yeah, yeah. Every, you you get to pick where you want to go it's not like like how before it'd be like national teams were kind of like or national team players or like internationals were designated to certain teams and so yeah. then maybe all all of the league had the same style because yeah. there's not the ability to go and like really pick and buy the players that you want. Great question, Lynn. Well, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Well, speaking of the league, girls, do you think this is the most intense playoff race of all time? Oh, you mean like, yeah, making the playoffs, you mean? Yeah. yeah. It's not just playoff race. Yeah. It's wild. There's two games left in the season, and only one team has clinched, and only one team has been eliminated. Dun, dun, dun. I, I know. Crazy. And you know what? When this it's episode comes out, crazy. there will only be one game left in the season. And I bet you it will still be very close. And two be teams will have close. clinched and two teams will be Do you think it's going to come it'll probably come down to like the last game. Hopefully. I think it's going to come yeah. down to the last game. We were going through the tiebreakers of what it is and Sam what is the tiebreakers again? Goal dif- I'm going to see if I can remember this. Goal differential, goals scored, head to head goals scored, Re- head to head results was third. Dead then something disciplinary actions then a coin flip disciplinary actions means means numbers of yellows yeah correct? And reds. or reds yeah did reds count as more or just like is that just one i actually don't know speaking of reds though in your guys's last game alana got a red you know how i view that lynn but that well, got us a point that got us a point no sure i know did. i want to i want to ask a question as uh forward to a defender like you could tell she waited till the last possible second before she fouled her before it was a pk do you think that like in in your mind are you like okay i know i'm gonna get this red but i don't want to give up a pk or do you say well now i i want to make sure my team has 11 players but we're gonna give up this pk like you know what i mean like which one is better i i i don't know and i don't i like don't know all i know is that that got us a point and i'm mm-hmm. like i don't even know if i could no, flip the roles let's flip it on you lynn what would you do well, hopefully I'm not chasing back. Um, I'm going to be very out of position. <laughs> but if something, you... something is really wrong if Lynn is chasing back a breakaway. Yeah, something has happened. Bigger problems than a red card. <laughs> um, like, what's going on here? As like a forward, would I rather be fouled outside the box or the PK? No, you're, you're the defender. Dude, I don't even know. First of all, <laughs> the fact that she was able to like foul her and nobody got injured, like I think that would happen with me i'd be like i gotta foul this girl and then i'm like oops we're both injured <laughs> everybody's <laughs> legs are broken <laughs> we're both injured oops so i think i would try to foul her and not give away the pk because i don't know statistically you would hope that your they wouldn't score outside the box and that your team can hold on with 10 players for 45 minutes you guys do you once you flipped that script on lynn do you have any other questions for us okay um I stumped them. I have stumped them. No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. What's the most? I Sam, I said I was. I wanted to talk about this. What's the most you guys have ever been annoyed with anybody on this Mm, podcast? Literally at Emily at Sauna and Rose right now. Actually, in the beginning, you yeah. I mean, just take away the beginning of this podcast. Not counting this podcast, um, it was definitely at Rose. All one (laughs) hundred percent. Sonnet actually has like borderline made me late multiple times. So that, that multiple times. And then honestly, just Rose, like in general, when she does anything annoying, which is like literally all the time. What do you think? What do you have any specifics just so I can work on myself? Um, (laughs) I think the thing that I just want to address is that like the fact that us three are friends at all is like so bizarre because we couldn't be any more different. What annoys me about Rose? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god! I have a new thing that annoys me about Rose. Tell us. <laughs> have you guys ever uh, like been in a Tesla with someone else driving? Yes. And, you know, no. it's like okay. well, yeah, an Uber, Tesla. I, I the last few actually this week, every time that Rose has um, 
driven me somewhere, I get extremely sick. I'm getting like car sick. Oh, is she like a, a headache? Jerker? No, the way, you know the way that the, that no, that's the way the brakes work. On you're just jerky. You're a jerky driver. It, like, I wouldn't immediately, know when you put when you take your foot off the gas. I don't know what it's called, but like you don't really have to use the brakes much because it immediately like. All I'm saying there needs to be an oversight for you too. Can you guys please find a Tesla? One of you drive it and see if the other one gets sick. It's a low riding one. It's... I do think I probably would get sick if I was a passenger. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think I drive it like a Tesla though. Okay, but t- 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 in this little tiny, yeah, you're better. I say, Rose, I am sick. I feel sick. I, I, my window's down. I feel sick. I'm like this. I'm trying to like, I feel sick. And she's, eyes are closed and she's going, pop, 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 pop. And I look up, I go, you like, are you kidding? And I just like, I get more. I was just so sick. It was a 30 minute car ride because ride of the traffic. And we're going, pop, and looks at me and does her, does her laugh. And she's I was like, like oh, I just, I think I said, Cora, I just got mad at you. Like I did my sister. Like I'm just like, stop. Oh, yeah. I get mad at her worse than I get mad at my sister. <laughs> Sam, like, I've actually <laughs> never, I have never had a friend yell at me like Sam does. <laughs> yeah, what's been, like, your biggest argument or fight? I don't even really, like, know. I can't think of it now, but it was definitely in Manchester. She just, like, she just kind of, like, snaps. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know what? Okay, I have something annoying that Sam does. You know when... I feel like everyone's going to know this. It's like you're all sitting on your phone, silent, having a good time. Oh, yeah. And this then is a she good one. puts her phone down. And after five seconds, she's like, all right, can we get off our phones? Like, let's hang Somebody out with each other. Somebody has to be that person. And I'm like, just because you're done with your phone doesn't mean, like, I am done with my phone. Like, you were just doing it. But then she acts like we're all, we all have been ignoring her for the, the whole time, even though it's like we were all in on this together on our phone. Okay. Fair enough. Lynn. Somebody has to be that person or else all we would ever do is sit on our phones. She does and do that. Two, do you know when you're like watching a video or something and somebody tries to talk to you and you're not listening? That's when I hate. That's what I hate when you do, Rose, is when I'm talking to you and you're on your phone and you're not listening to me. But you know when that happens and then yeah. the thing that the person is saying is actually important information and the thing you're looking at on your phone is literally something you will never think about again in your life. But you think in that moment it's the most important thing. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Nice doubt. Get it out of your systems, girls. What else? What else do you hate uh, about each other? Sonnet, when we roomed in the 2016 Olympics when we were ultimates, <laughs> like borderline made me late to meetings. And like <laughs> I, we were each other's only hope of survival in this situation. Mm. And I literally was like, Sonnet, I could murder you. Sonnet, I made me and Sam borderline late one time too. And she flipped oh out. My and God. I was like... I, this is like the classic set like this i ran i like almost ran a red light to get us there on time i thought she was just gonna pick up safely the pace everybody driving. safely i thought she was just gonna pick up the pace i was like oh we're running late you're just gonna have to <laughs> go a little faster but nope i drive the speed limit everybody i do want to say lynn you don't annoy me and i don't think you annoy rose but like Thank i know you. that just means answer. you guys need to hang out more <laughs> what annoys oh. you about lynn yeah tell me i didn't actually mean it that way but i mean <laughs> i do mean that i have spent so much time with all three of you and all three of you are annoying in some capacity and that just means that like we're real friends and on that note i think maybe we're gonna have enough to scrape together about 10 minutes of a podcast so thank you guys so much we can keep going we can keep going you guys need to ask us a question i did i asked what would what do you ask us another once on it okay what about i what about when you we went to two guns out one time and you pulled in and then (laughs) Talk about and I, and I thought the woman hit me and so I rolled down the window and I go 
did you just hit me? And she was like, no. And you were like, I think you just hit me. And, and like, she, was she like, just didn't. <laughs> I do have a lot of a driving related stories. Like I'm like a very safe driver, but I'm also just a little bit skittish because that's just like my personality. So I feel like a lot of like funny things happen in the car. I know something that, well, this doesn't, when we were in Manchester and like we, I'd be like, oh, what are you doing today? And he'd be like, I have like 10 calls. I, that was you the most like, absurd time of my life. I know you just like, I don't know if you, do you still do this? You just make yourself busy. Yeah, she does. So much busier no, than I you don't. need to. I don't, I don't do this as bad anymore, you guys. I have learned how to say no sometimes. Sam, though, <laughs> what I said this on a podcast already, but like she at the time would have a lot of calls and living together, there was like a little nook behind like around the corner but it's like still in the same room and so she would just like go around the corner to take the calls and i'd be like i can hear you you're like so loud on the phone just go yeah. in the room like lynn almost distanced herself from me permanently during covid when she agreed to live with me and ended up living with me pat and finn and she was like i never agreed to this <laughs> i love you all it was a tough time for me and lynn's friendship and you know what we started a podcast out of it all right we are gonna let you guys go Thank you so much for coming on. Can we just very quickly get a... Oh my gosh, that was in so inspired. Can you guys market this as... The worst the interview worst ever? Yeah, the worst one yet. The worst the, one yet. The, coming up next, our worst podcast yet. Our least compelling interview <laughs> with probably the two most exciting people to have on the show. Okay, welcome back to Snacks, delivered by Grubhub. And if you're still here, sorry about that. And we appreciate you. We love you, Rose and Sonnet. Thank you so much for coming on. But because these good people are still here and listening, we're going to answer some very good questions to make it up to you. Here is the Snacks voicemail run through. Hey, besties. Can I call you that? I feel like we're besties. Anyways, I like my name's Allie. I'm an avid Snacks listener since day one. And now even have my mom hooked on it. Um, you guys really brighten my Thursdays. I'm always literally smiling to myself so big in the car on the way to work while listening to Snacks. And it's that. just the best. Anyways, That's so nice. my question for you is, what is your ultimate girl dinner? This feels like an essential question for the podcast since girl dinner is basically just a combination of snack foods for dinner. So I'm very curious, looking forward to hearing your answers. Thank you. Okay, here comes my best chomp. I feel like Allie is a front runner for best voicemail so far. I agree. Very um, cute. Very nice. Very good chomp. Very complimentary. And very good question. Allie, 10 out of 10. No Allie, roast. Whoa. That is high, high, high in Sam's book because you didn't get roasted not one bit. Um, yeah. What's your favorite girl dinner or your like ultimate girl dinner? I like, I don't want to like out myself, but like I like don't eat girl dinner. Like I am like, I have like very strict dinner rules where I'm like, I really need to like eat dinner. I am known for overeating charcuterie and then being like no dinner because like I, I'm, I can't, I'm too full. I was going to say that for you too. Like, I feel like we would just eat charcuterie and be like, all right, that was dinner. That was dinner. But cause it was like 90 grams of protein in the form of <laughs> proce highly processed pepperoni meats. I know just walking sodium. I feel like if I had to choose though, it would be like chips, like one of those sushi things you get from the grocery store. Oh. And like Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah. You could definitely get full off that. Yeah. And I'd be like, I'm that was also weird. Known, I'm also known for like piecemealing together like random leftovers. Like I don't like to throw food away. So if we have like 
a little like a leftover hamburger and then like some leftover broccoli and some leftover pasta. Like I'll throw all that on a plate and microwave it and I'll just eat it all as if it's like a cohesive it's like meal. Bolognese, if you will. <laughs> it is a cohesive meal. What are we talking about? Um, that was such a great question. And I freaking loved it. And girl dinner is very funny, but I'm just too serious about my macros to eat girl dinner. <laughs> all right. Question number two. Hi, Lynn and Sam. This is Tammy. I just love snacks. I have my merch and I listen to it every Thursday. It just makes my day. And my question is, if you could have anyone come in to the show, who would it be? And also, if you were to make a theme song for snacks, what would it be? Thank you so much. I love you guys. And here's my chomp. Oh my gosh, I love that everybody's doing chomps now. I know, I've terrified everybody. They're like, don't worry, I'm going to do it. I have such a great idea for a theme song for snacks. It's like Jaws, so they go... But like every so often we just come on and we go... I don't know, we like do something goofy. Like maybe we chomp. Yeah. Snacks. It's like, you know when they do like (laughs) Harry Potter... Like, um... Yes. What You know what I'm trying to say. Yes. Run! Ron, yeah. <laughs> Ron Weasley. Yeah, and we just we'd be like snacks, snacks. Yeah, Sam I, Lynn snacks. Yeah, I love it. So All let's right. try it really quick, and I'll do the Jaws, and you do that. Ready? Okay. Donut, donut, donut. Lynn, donut. Sam, donut. Sam donut. Lynn snacks. <laughs> That was dumb. <laughs> we'll work on it. Um, but remember when we had Steph on and she gave us a theme song? Maybe we could just. Oh, yeah, she did. Maybe we could insert that here if it applies. What's your favorite snack? Is it when Lynn is running down the field on the attack? Or is it in the studio with her and Sammy M? Finn's in the background. Won't stop. Got no end. Maybe's in there, too. Little puppy one, come on, snacks. Our podcast is so fine. But yes, Tammy, really good question. Love it. Thank you so much for calling in. Great chomp. Um, I heard we actually have a third voicemail today. Hi, Sam and Teelan. It's Kingston. I heard we're going to the new Trolls movie. Oh, yeah. Are you paying for it? Here's the real question. When are you going to interview me on snacks? Kingston, that... Okay, first of all, if anybody doesn't know, that's my nephew. That's Kingston. I don't um, think people know. Well, they do now. Well, they do now. I think Sam will pay for you to go to the Trolls movie, is what I heard. Sure, Kingston. I sure will. What a great voicemail from Kingston. Remember Lynn's that time? Nephew. Remember that time you watched him at the dog park and you just let him roll around on the ground? Yeah, but like, what the... was I supposed to do? <laughs> I don't know. But... Kingston, we'll we'll work on interviewing you on snacks. Um, we're gonna have to run that by a lot of people, but I love you so much and I miss you. Oh, okay, Kingston. Have fun at the Trolls movie. Thank you all so much for all of your voicemails. We really love hearing from you guys. We love you. If you have a question, you can call us at 917-565-9531. If you haven't called yet, what are you even doing with your life? We're here and we're waiting anxiously to hear from you. And your chomps.
And your chomps. Don't forget your chomps. Okay, next week on the podcast, it's the NWSL playoffs, and we have NWSL commissioner Jessica Berman for a very interesting conversation about where the league is heading next season and beyond. You won't want to miss that. I promise it'll be better than next this week's. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen to it, like this one from Coach Bo 27 that says, Wheel Barrow, who knew? Freaking tell me about it, Coach. Yeah, I don't even think it registered in my mind that you said, no, it's wheelbarrow. Until I know. Jay I'm wrote it lingual, down. I'm a lingual genius. Is it frustrating? No. That I know all the words in the English language? I don't think that's true, but you do know a lot of them. But like also everybody thought it should be wheelbarrow. Barrel. Well, read a book. Okay, one last thing. Watch the games. Watch the games. Yeah, Eastern Time, Paramount Plus. Get you and a friend so you can watch all six games, but watch Gotham. And if you can't watch and you're in the New York area, come out. Wow. Okay. Well, you heard it here first, everybody. Watch those games and we will see you next week. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snacks is produced by Jay Wolf, Warren Day, Patrick Cadino, and John Murray. For more great women's sports content, go to justwomensports.com and be sure to follow Just Women Sports on all your favorite channels. I'm Sam Mewis. And I'm Lynn Williams. And you've been listening to Snacks, delivered by Grubhub. (laughs) 